Welcome to Faith Talks, a monthly program on the The Generation podcast designed to help young ladies discover greater ways to nurture and exercise their faith in their day-to-day walk with Christ. Hello there, I'm Jana Faith. And I'm Anna Faith, and welcome to episode 15 of Faith Talks. Wow, we're already at 15? I know, it's crazy. That is very crazy. I feel like we should be famous by now. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, I guess we'll keep going. Well, we are very excited to have with us today Mrs. Reed. And if you look outside in the parking lot, there are two trailers. Well, there were. The Boslers and then the Reeds have both been here for a couple days. And I think the Boslers headed out. Did they already head out this morning? Mm -hmm. Okay. So they hit the road, but the Reeds are here for a couple days. And so we grabbed her and we're going to do a Faith Talks episode, just hearing a little bit more of her story and their journey of faith. But first of all, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself for those of them out there who don't know? Yes, my name is Emma Reed, as she said. I am married to Caleb Reed. He is an evangelist, and we travel wherever God leads us, mainly uh, United States, and then on the East Coast we've been to quite a lot. Um, we have two children. One of them is Gilbert. He's two and a half. And then Ginger, and she's five months old. And we are really enjoying being on the road. That's really great. Um, as we were thinking through who to ask for our next podcast, I thought of Caleb and Emma and um, just recently, I think in the last year, 2021, just what God's been doing through their lives and specifically just their journey of how God led them to their truck and trailer. And that's been a big journey that our church family has been a part with, uh, with them on. And so we just asked Emma to come and just share that with you all today and just even the steps of faith that God led you to leading up to that journey. Yes, it didn't start necessarily with the truck and trailer. It started a long time ago individually for both Caleb and I on different fronts. But um, together it started in 2019 when we were traveling with Dr. Jim Van Geldren and the Lord led us very clearly through the Bible and through just men of God that we were supposed to launch out into evangelism. So 2020 was our launching year and... As you all know, that was COVID, so that was a bit of a, in and of itself, was a bit of a uh, step of faith, and um, the Lord, though, provided for us, and we had a couple meetings scattered throughout that year, but then in 2021 is when meetings started to come in, and the Lord was leading us to really go full-time and, in a sense, not turn back, and so The Lord had impressed upon our hearts to close our apartment and just trust him that he was going to provide housing for us. Mm -hmm. So in 2021, in May, we closed our apartment. And before that, the Lord had brought in some money. Um, There was a pastor that had asked for a PayPal account, and he said, I want to send you a couple thousand dollars for whatever you need. So it seemed that the Lord was starting to do something. And then a church that we were at, they gave us a couple thousand dollars love offering and they called us back after we had left and said some people had missed the offering and wanted to give us some more money. And oh. all in all, they gave us like $8,000. And we we could sense that the Lord was doing something. And we wanted to be, you know, right with him through, through what he was leading us in. And so um, we, we really sought the Lord and wanted his 
fingerprints over this whole journey. And we had gotten counsel from different people that when you take, when you buy a truck and trailer, don't go into debt for it. Um, because if you have debt, then you're always needing to have meetings so that you can pay off the mm. truck and trailer. So we really mm. wanted to do that and felt like the Lord was leading us to do that. So that was our goal was not to have mm. debt. I think that also like they depreciate so fast yep. when you get a truck and trailer right. that you are almost at sometimes you have more left to pay than it's even worth if you get into right. debt with that. So, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And so we sought the Lord and the Lord gave us Psalms 40. Really, my husband in his devotions, the Lord had led him to Psalms 40 verses 16 and 17. It says, let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. Let such as love thy salvation say continually, The Lord be magnified. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Make no tarrying, O my God. And then he went to Psalm 70, just because um, that's how his Bible reading was going. And it was almost the exact same verses in those verses. And it was like the Lord was speaking to us. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to deliver you. And the phrase that stood out was, Make no tarrying. And the Lord impressed upon him that it wasn't going to take a long time. Now, to us, it seemed like a long time from um, from that time to when he actually did provide. But through it all, God was teaching us on how to just trust him, even when you don't see the end result. So all that to say that in May of 2021, we closed our apartment, not having a truck and trailer, not having a house, but just trusting that the Lord was going to provide something for us. Right before we hit the road, I think it was... June of that year, we looked at a truck and trailer in Wisconsin, and it seemed kind of nice. It seemed like it could work, and we took another evangelist with us, and it just didn't seem like it was the right thing. And we prayed about it, and the guy wouldn't take what we had offered, so we just took that from the Lord, like, okay, we're going to just trust him. He's going to provide something better for us. So we went on our way and traveled in our minivan that we had. At this point, we only had Gilbert, so a little bit easier, but going in and out of homes and hotels mm -hmm. and prophets chambers was getting a little bit more tough with Gilbert getting a little bit older. So we were seeking the Lord. Lord, when is it that you're going to allow us to get our own place to take with us? Um, but um, in June, we were in Pennsylvania and there was, actually, we didn't know, we were at a camp. And at that moment, we were there. Caleb had been spending some time with the Lord, and it seemed that we were supposed to look online for a trailer. So Caleb got online, started looking for a trailer, and there was a place an hour north of where we were that had a trailer for sale. It was a 2016, at least that's what it was listed at, um, Sandpiper. So we, one day we went up there to look at it, and it was really more than we even thought we needed or better than we would have imagined we could have had. And so we really wondered if this was what the Lord wanted us to have. So we went back to the camp, prayed about it, and it seemed like this was the right thing. The only thing was that it was the guy still had a loan on it, so we would have to pay off his loan and then get the title from the bank. And so it was a little bit more tricky than what we were hoping mm -hmm. for. And at one point we thought, this is too hard to do. It's not just easy, you know, and isn't doesn't God lead us to do, I, I guess we know that he doesn't lead us always to do easy things, but it was just like, it seems too hard to do and we don't want to go through all this work to get what maybe God has for us. So we didn't stop it or anything, but there was that moment of like, 
kind of, are we sure we're doing the right thing? And so we got some counsel, even just how to handle that financial thing. And um, we we bought the trailer from the guy. He was asking about 10000 under what the market value, he could have asked for it. And so we got it for just what he needed to pay off the loan and purchased it and someone was able to drive it to the camp that we were at. Obviously, we didn't have a truck at this point, so it just sat there at the camp. And um, it was exciting, though, to see it pull into the camp and know that God had provided this trailer for us. And we got to spend, I think, one night in it, and that was neat to see. We got to spend a night in what God had provided. So um, July, we started telling pastors, I think we're going to, we don't need a place to stay, you know, in the fall, different pastors that we had scheduled we don't need places to stay because we'll have our truck and trailer, and we really believe that we would have it at that point, but um, we didn't get it, and I think it was, there was, my husband was reading in Psalms 37, and that was such an encouraging psalm for him where just waiting on the Lord, trusting him, and nothing, we couldn't see anything happening with a truck. We tried to pursue things. There was, like, trucks in Connecticut that maybe we thought would work, in Virginia, West Virginia, or different places over there, and nothing seemed to work out, and yet we had God's promises that he was going to provide, and it was going to be good. Um, so there's no, nothing visible that we could see, but yet reassurances from God, God's word that this is, God is doing something and will provide for you. So we continued traveling, and then in September of that year, my husband traveled down to South Carolina to do a meeting for Dr. Jim because Dr. Jim wasn't able to do it. And while he was there, the pastor had suggested buying a new truck. And if you know anything about my husband and his family, that was the last thing that he would consider just because buying new seemed way too extravagant and rich people do that and spiritual people drive junk, you know. So, um, he really didn't think about hadn't thought mm-hmm. about it, and yet when that pastor suggested it, it was like the Lord maybe turned on a light, like maybe this is something that God is in. Mm-hmm. I remember him coming in. I was actually traveling at that point. Oh, that's right. And I remember him saying something about maybe a new truck would be a better actually option, even financially. And I remember that floored my mind too, like just thinking like, what? Like, mm-hmm. cause you hear like, you know, don't get it new. Cause mm-hmm. I'm, but because of the market, it's crazy right. how like the tables have turned. Right. Yeah. Yes. So we looked into it. We looked into buying a new one and it would cost, you know, obviously quite a bit of money, but the Lord kept on providing money after money. There was a lady that provided gave us $10,000 towards it without us even trying to get money, I don't know, marketing it or, you know, telling people our need. They heard about it and they just, I think the Lord impressed them to give. And so money kept on coming in. And so we're like, Lord, you're providing for something, obviously. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We still didn't know at that point if this is really the way he wanted us to go, but we we pursued it as far as we could and got counsel from um, some people. And it seemed that we should do that. We were still about $10,000 short of what it would cost to buy it new. And yet God gave us, before we ordered it, God gave us one last confirmation from his word. Psalms 21, 2, it says, thou hast given him his heart's desire and hast not withholden the request of his lips. And that was the verse the Lord used to just say, okay, 
order it. So we ordered it in October, and we still were about $10,000 short of paying cash for it. And the, the truck was made, shipped, and delivered ahead of schedule, which in the market that we were in is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And so we got it in November, and I think the day or the week we ordered it, we got a notification saying that someone paid for the $10,000. Wow. So we were able to pay for the truck with cash that the Lord had provided and the trailer, obviously, we had bought as well. So we got to travel in 2022. We started traveling in our truck and trailer, and it's it's super nice to have our own place and really be in something that God has provided as and as a testimony to his goodness. And at first, when we had heard about buying a new truck, we didn't think God could be that good to give us something like that, you know, but after seeing him do this, we, we know that God is, obviously we still have, we will still be learning and are still learning about who God is. But one of the lessons we have learned is just how good God is Mm -hmm. and how he provides for our needs that we do have. And you hear like people, different people talking about, you know, God doesn't do things second rate, you know, and that's right there, a physical picture of just the goodness of God and realizing that God has the best thing for us. And sometimes, you know, when you're surrendered to him, he even gives you those things that in the world's eyes, that's the best. And to Christians, it's like, well, normally we don't focus on those physical things, but God blesses, Mm -hmm. you know, in those different ways. Right. And even some a verse that has, I don't know, marked maybe some of my life is God gives us the desires of our heart. And sometimes we think we have to quench our desires. Mm -hmm. And yet God when you hand them over to God, God either will change your desires and and then he will give you really the desires that um, he wants you to have and then fulfill those desires, or he will just give you what you are desiring. And that's a verse that I know has meant a lot even through this journey of faith is God gives us the desires of our heart. Another verse I was thinking of was that he does abundantly above mm-hmm. all we could ask or think. And just God goes far above even what we can think up he can do. Well, thank you so much for sharing that just journey of faith. And let's move on now to the Bible character. And it was interesting. We were actually discussing this about the Bible character, but I'll let you share first. Is there a Bible character that kind of stood out to you that had a similar journey of faith or just one that stood out in general? The one that came to my mind was Mary, the mother of Jesus, and how the angel had come to her and said, with God, nothing is impossible, and this seems like a huge, a huge deal. But from for Mary, um, and she was fearful of that, but yet God had entrusted that journey of faith to her. And I think we were talking about this before, but it's funny how the Bible has the different characters. Sometimes you see them at like their pinnacle, or like they're given this big step of faith, mm-hmm. and you don't get a lot of the story before. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes wonder with Mary, like, what what were the steps of faith, the little steps of faith, the ones she took every day that made her into the woman that God could entrust with his son? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we think, oh, like, you might be out there listening and be like, well, I don't have a truck and trailer to pray for, or I don't have this big thing to trust God with. Well, what about those small little things that maybe decisions he's led, he's led you to or surrendered mm-hmm. or just the small daily steps that the Holy Spirit don't ever underestimate those because those are what makes you and shapes you into who you mm-hmm. are. 
Yeah, I was also thinking about just Mary, and sometimes I feel like a lie that we can believe is that, well, I'm not that woman of faith, like those women of faith in the Bible. And I was actually reading a book for a paper that I was writing, and it was talking about Mary, and it just brought out how she actually was just this poor peasant girl. And I'm like, really? Like, Mary, we never talk about her in those terms. But just realizing how she must have felt so weak, you know, she was just, you know, a human just like you and me. And she had, you know, all these, well, when the angel came to her, I'm sure that was overwhelming. But yet she had, like Jane was saying, she had been taking those steps of faith. Um, And yet at the same time, she was just a weak human, just like you and me. And so just realizing that God can use any person if you just take that, the step that you see. And I think we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but just when you see the light for that next small step, whatever it may be, then just taking that step. And pretty soon, you know, God's going to bring something really big into your life. And it'll just be like, oh, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is the light for this next step. And it won't be so overwhelming, like an angel coming to you and you being like, whoa, <laughs> but it will be the next right thing for that God has for you. Now, moving on to like application, I feel like we're kind of already there in right. the application, <laughs> but any other application points you wanted to bring out or just that this journey of faith for us didn't start with a truck and trailer. Mm-hmm. It started all, when we were in high school, when we were in college, God giving us a step to take and then as we took it God giving us faith and our faith was built until we came to this mm-hmm. you know a big step of faith for us but we had seen God do it in the past and we knew that he would deliver us as we trusted him so just even thinking about you know your story or your life what step has God directed you to take or what step do you know God wants you to take And as you take that step, God will show you more steps to take. And that's how we really do build our faith. Mm -hmm. I think that's so good. And it's, it's not, it's so specific that it's not specific. (laughs) You know what I mean? And everybody who's out there listening, like, you know, what God's showing you right in your heart. And that's the step you need to take. And just thinking of the zero 100 truth too, it's not just jumping out by yourself and anything of yourself taking that stuff step but saying okay god i'm trusting you that you're going to be the supplier of that mm-hmm. help to be able to even take that step that was really really helpful thank you so much for coming to share that story i know it really impacted my heart even just different steps god showed me mm-hmm. even during the podcast that i need to take um just steps of faith and thank you so much for coming and sharing that with us today and one thought i just had in just application, closing thought. Um, this last week, I've been in some major brain educational training, and it's actually been really helpful, but I just was thinking in light of our um, just applying it to your life um, and just thinking one thing that they did with us one of the days that was super helpful. She She's all about the trainer um, that was teaching us throughout the week. She's all about just taking time and thinking and um, just being really specific. And one thing she had us do was just took five minutes and she said, start, I can't remember, do you remember what she said to start journaling, when we were journaling? Give me one second. It was, I am beginning to realize that. Yes. So that was the beginning of the the journaling time. I'm beginning to realize that and then you finish it. Mm -hmm. And she said it can be anything that you're thinking of. But just doing that exercise and actually just taking that time thinking through my thoughts, you know, and 
and a lot of times you have so many different thoughts that come to your mind and just writing those things out it became a lot more concrete like what I was thinking whether I was thinking lies if I was discouraged or thinking truth just through different things and so even concluding this podcast and if there's a step of faith I just encourage you to just write it out And she also is talking about how when you talk out loud, when you talk out loud to God specifically, it comes, it becomes a lot more concrete to you. Or when you write a prayer out or just different things like that, that was just really helpful Mm -hmm. to to me. I liked how she said she writes Mm -hmm. or talks because she said, when you stop writing, you realize you stopped writing. And when you stop talking, you realize you stopped talking. But sometimes (laughs) if you're praying and you might be a little more groggy, you don't know, like, did, was I praying? Was I sleeping? Like, what was I? So it was just helpful to even write it out or mm-hmm. say, which I found that really helpful. Mm-hmm. So just even thinking with that step of faith that you know God wants you to take, how about just take five minutes and maybe start with, I'm beginning to realize, and just write out the step of faith that you you know that God wants you to take. And I think that will be really helpful to you, as it was to me and Jana as well. And um, just just launch out into the deep and trust God for that next step and he will he will do it as we've seen with this truck and trailer you can take that as a token from God that he's gonna he's going to do um, his best for you in your life so just remember this week faith doesn't just talk faith walks thanks for joining us for this episode of the degeneration podcast if you're serious about living a life of total surrender and total dependence please consider signing the V Generation Pledge. It's not a promise of perfection, but a declaration of direction. To join hundreds of others who have signed the commitment, please visit thegeneration.org slash pledge. That's T-H-E-E generation.org slash pledge. <laughs>